Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This episode is part of our Minute CME curriculum. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. How do we determine if a systemic sclerosis patient needs to be sent to a pH specialty center? Here is the rationale for the two steps of the DETECT algorithm. Again, in step one, this is non-echocardiographic data. These are six variables that can be easily obtained by a rheumatologist to then determine the need for echocardiography. In step two, again, if, if it's a echo is indicated, we look at two specific variables, and then a cardiologist determines uh, whether the next step, a heart catheterization, is necessary. So by using the two steps to determine referral for right heart catheterization, DETECT optimizes resource usage and reduces the burden on particular medical departments. Here is the DETECT protocol. In the first step, again, clinical information is looked at. If in fact the score that's calculated is elevated here, an echo is then recommended. Then this echo is looked at specifically for these characteristics, including right atrial area, TR velocity. And then if this then is highly scores again, the patient should proceed to a heart catheterization. A smartphone app has been developed for this to make this easier for the physicians in the community to identify the patients that need to proceed through the scoring system. Collaborative assessment of the PAH patient. This is data to collect and where testing should occur. There are a number of different variables that have been shown to predict outcome in patients with pulmonary arterial hypertension. In yellow here, you can see the variety of different clinical characteristics that can predict survival and other outcomes in patients with pulmonary arterial hypertension. Some of this testing should occur in the uh, community level or the pH center. And you can see these are the characteristics that are reasonable to consider early on in the diagnostic process. And then when the patient reaches the specialty center, certain things such as echocardiography, it has, if it hasn't already been performed, a VQ scan often is best performed in these centers. And finally, hemodynamic evaluation. The revised diagnostic algorithm must be seen in two parts. Step one, triage and diagnosis of common conditions are done in the community. So again, you have patients with a history that's suggestive, they have some symptoms, and or laboratory tests that are suggestive of pulmonary hypertension. They undergo an echocardiogram. If that echocardiogram uh, is a low-risk echocardiogram, consider other causes. There are many different causes of dyspnea, chest pain, other of, of the symptoms that these patients can present with. If they have high or intermediate risk of pulmonary hypertension, for some of these patients, a fast-track referral should occur. In other of these patients proceeding with the additional workup, including a VQ scan to screen for CTAF, considering a VQ scan to screen for CTAF, if left heart disease is a high probability, again, this should be looked at. Some patients may have intrinsic lung disease as well. If there's no clinically significant left heart disease or lung disease, ideally, these are patients that then need to be sent to a pH expert center. With ECHO, there's a variety of different criteria here, but if you're just looking at the TR velocity, if the TR velocity is 2.9 or higher, 
this is someone you should be very concerned has pulmonary hypertension and even possibly pulmonary arterial hypertension. But it's important to recognize that pH often has many different etiologies, particularly left heart disease. Now in the revised diagnostic algorithm, step two is the role of the pH expert center. Ideally, these are patients that probably need to have their VQ scan performed at the specialty center, but at the least that VQ, VQ scan should be reviewed at the specialty center. If there's any mismatched perfusion defects, the patient should be carefully evaluated for the presence of possible chronic thromboembolic pulmonary hypertension. Some of these patients will in fact not have pulmonary hypertension. Some of these may have uh, CTEF that is known as CTED, um, in which case it becomes a little more challenging to know whether interventions are indicated or not. In some cases, basically CTEF is confirmed. And in that case, classifying um, how to approach these patients and making sure that surgery is considered is very important. But review by a multidisciplinary pH team is particularly important in the patient with CTEF and assessing that patient and ensuring they get rapid uh, medical therapy and potentially surgery uh, and or balloon pulmonary angioplasty. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is jointly provided by Global Learning Collaborative, GLC, and Total CME Incorporated, and is part of our Minute CME curriculum. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash CME. Thank you for listening.